grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Your good deeds are incredibly important. Peter, in writing this letter, 1 Peter, was very concerned about how we Christians respond to suffering, and in particular, how we respond to persecution. Persecution was and is an ongoing fact of the Christian life. That should not be surprising. Jesus told it would happen. After all, what did they do to the one that we follow? Though he was innocent, they arraigned him on charges, false charges, found false witnesses, and finally executed him. It's been the same throughout the history of the Christian church. The first martyr, the first person to die for the faith after our Savior Jesus, St. Stephen, already just within months or years after Christ ascends into heaven. The charges leveled against Christians have been fairly consistent through the ages. You cause trouble. You go in and and you upset society. This is the charge made against Paul. You cause commotions and uproars and riots. You're bad for society because you don't respect the governing authorities. This is the charge made against Jesus. Oh, he says he's king, that Rome is not the king, that Augustus is not the emperor. Peter dealt with this too. Either the Jews said, oh, you Christians cause problems, or the Romans said, you don't respect our authority. It's a little different today, at least for you and for me. First of all, those of us who live in the United States really don't face fear of death for our faith. And I don't think very many people accuse us of causing riots or disrespecting federal authority. But there are other accusations made against us. One of the more recent ones, any Christian college doesn't deserve the name college. None of them should be accredited, which would mean for you students that if you came to a Christian school, you couldn't get federal financial aid. Why? Because you Christians are all stupid. You can't be a Christian and be intellectually honest. Or there's the other accusation, and this one stings. Oh, you Christians, you preach love. You talk about love, but you sure don't act like it. Those people in Kansas, Westboro Baptist, walking around with their signs, drags are going to hell. People outside abortion clinics, harassing women, calling them names for even considering abortions. This one stings, because my brothers and sisters in Christ... Turn it into the truth rather than a lie. But let's not point at the other Christians. How many of you have roommates? You always get along with your roommates, right? Parents, how many of you have parents? Okay, adults, yeah, you too, you have parents. How many of you disrespected your parents? Yeah, we could go on and on. We are not loving creatures. And those who are not Christian have picked up on this, and they point it out to us. Peter's very concerned about how we respond, because in the end, our good works are incredibly 
important. How did our Savior Jesus respond to persecution? There on the cross, having been abandoned by the Roman governor who should have given him justice, having been falsely accused by the religious authorities who should have defended him, having been called names and made fun of, he looked down from the cross and said simply, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Not my natural response. Probably not yours. Stephen, again, falsely accused, dragged outside the city without proper procedure, without trial, and stoned to death, And how does he respond? With forgiveness. Now, I know where Jesus gets the power to forgive. But Stephen, human being like you and me, the saints through the ages who being burned at the stake look out at their persecutors and basically say, I will not recant And I forgive you. Where did they get that? From the very God who, when dying on the cross for your vengefulness, for your anger, looked down in forgiveness. This, my dear friends, is why your good works are so important. Not because they save you. We're past that. We understand that. It is Christ's good works that save you. But because your good works reveal God's love at work in you. When you reach out and forgive somebody who has hurt you tremendously, that's a sign that God's mercy is at work in you, to show mercy to others. That did not come from yourself. It came from the one who showed mercy from the cross toward you and toward those who hung him up there. When you reach out in love to somebody who's been making fun of Christians, when you put up with it, even laugh and say, yeah, you know, we Christians really can be pretty mean sometimes. Where does that patience come from? from the one who patiently bears with your sins because he paid the price for them on the cross. Your good works are a sign of God's mercy at work in you. And Peter wants you to know that those good works, they are also a sign to the world of God's love at work in the world. Once you had not received mercy... Once you were like the rest of people, responding in anger, in vengefulness. But now you have received mercy from Christ himself. Been received as God's holy people, his royal priesthood, his chosen nation on account of Christ. And so, he says, keep your conduct among the Gentiles, the non-Christians in this case, keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, So that when they speak against you as evildoers, 
You just cause riots. You're not really loving. You're a bunch of hypocrites. You say you love people, but then you treat them poorly. When they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good works and glorify God on the day of visitation. In the end, your good works bear witness to the goodness and mercy and love of God. Hopefully, and this is my prayer and yours, hopefully, so that those who have not joined us in the family of God will by God's Spirit be drawn into that family through faith in Christ. But for those who break our hearts, for those who do not join us, for those who continue resisting the Spirit's work until the end, our good works will be a sign, not that we're so special, but that God is powerful enough to take sinners like us and move us to respond in love and forgiveness. And so those who reject God because allegedly of us will in the end have to admit God is good, God is loving. This is why your good works matter. Worked by Christ, worked by the Spirit, to reveal God in you and to reveal God at work loving the world. Amen.